Hi there, and welcome to the Be A Better Guide podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Toner. Every day, we're working to bring together the world's most successful guides and tourism businesses to share best practices, learn from one another, and give travelers memories of a lifetime. Our Be A Better Guide podcast episodes are meant to be short, fun, and full of practical tips for running a successful tour. I'll share techniques and insider secrets to creating world-class experiences and delivering above and beyond customer service. To see the original video versions of our episodes, simply go to beabetterguide.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find the quick links to our videos, any resources that we mention, and a comment section for each episode. To get exclusive access to our online workshops, latest training videos, resources, and more, join the Be A Better Guide community. We'd love to have you. To sign up, visit beabetterguide.com forward slash podcast and click join the community. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hi there. Today we're going to talk about what we can learn from some of history's greatest speakers. Oh, so you're in the market for some old speakers, eh? Turns out I'm a guy I can hook you up. Check out these 65 watt RCA. Classic these. Interested? No, not those speakers. Well, I see what you're saying. You're more interested in one of them Bluetooth speakers, aren't you? Well, you're in luck. Look at these little beauties. Buddy of mine got a whole bunch of fell off the back of a truck. Give you a real good price. That actually does sound like a steal. But today I'm dealing with human speakers. Well, I didn't know you was dealing as well. I wish you'd said something. That's half off then. Hi, Kelsey Toner here from BeABetterGuide.com. I recently came across a book, Speak Like Churchill, Stand Like Lincoln, by James C. Humes. Now, in this book, he offers 21 techniques that he argues are used by some of the most powerful speakers in all of history. So just to give you a little taste, I wanted to give you five tips that I feel are the most relevant for tour leaders. One, the power opener. Almost all great historical speeches start right out of the gates with a very powerful beginning. But I find most tour guides will often spend the first few moments of their speech with some inconsequential banter or maybe some housekeeping items or things like this. Instead, we should start with a strong message. This is the time to capture everyone's attention and to inspire confidence in your leadership. Are you about to embark on a journey? Or maybe you're about to create a memory of a lifetime. Use these opening lines to build excitement. Now, FDR, after the attacks of Pearl Harbor, could have addressed the nation, the United States, many ways. But he chose these beginning lines, which are now some of the most iconic in all of the 20th century. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. Take a moment to reflect on how you begin your tours and how you can make your opening lines more effective. Two, the power pause. A deliberate pause can add weight and wisdom to your speaking. A lot of guides will try and fill up any silences with their own voice or maybe with questions, but learn to appreciate these quiet moments and use them strategically before a big reveal in your narrative or at an important part in your story. The biographers of Napoleon went, Napoleon went to great lengths to say how much he used the strategic pause, moments of silence to build dramatic tension. Whether addressing his soldiers or the people of France, Napoleon knew the power of the well-placed pause. Three, your PowerPoint. For every story, speech, or section of your tour that you're speaking, think about what is the most important piece of information that you're communicating. What is it that you want your audience to know or perhaps to do 
by the time you're done speaking. It's really important to keep this in mind and be clear on what it is you want to communicate because there's nothing worse than a long ramble or a series of facts or just a, a speech that doesn't seem to have an end in sight or no clear message. Some good practices are summarizing your most important points at the beginning or end. As a quote attributed to William Shakespeare says, speak plainly and to the point. Your audience will appreciate your clarity and your most important messages will be remembered that much easier. Four, power stats. The right statistics can tell a story that your listeners believe and remember, but too many dates, numbers, and stats can also numb your audience and they'll check out on you. So the key is to only use the most important statistics, dates, and information and to communicate it in a way that your audience will grasp it or appreciate it. Margaret Thatcher was famous for saying a statistic should tell a story. So the key is to figure out what story you want to tell and then only choose the data, the statistics, or the facts that are going to help you tell that story. Five, power closer. For a strong ending, Winston Churchill, one of the great orators of the last hundred years, advised to always appeal to people's emotions, whether it's love, pride, hope, fear, or amazement. If you can make your audience feel something with the closing lines of your speech, you will have much more of an impact and your message will resonate that much more. William Shakespeare also famously knew the importance of closing lines and would often end his soliloquies and sonnets with a rhyming couplet. And shall I compare thee to a summer's day, he concludes, so long as men can breathe and eyes can see, so long lives this and this gives life to thee. Now, of course, our concluding lines don't always need to rhyme or be an iambic pentameter, but take a look at your concluding remarks and make sure that you're making people feel something. I've included a link below to the book Speak Like Churchill, Stand Like Lincoln. I also created another great resource for you. It's called 10 Incredible Speeches by 10 Incredible Speakers. And this is a hand-picked group of 10 YouTube video clips of incredible speakers who use the techniques that we talked about in this video. And I want to let you know that these are hand-picked by myself, and they're not just these sort of iconic political speeches that you may have seen or at least may know about. There's also four or five just incredible speakers and speeches that I've seen over the last four or five years. So this is a great resource if you want a little inspiration on how to improve your public speaking. But here's my challenge to you. In the comments below, can you provide me a video link to one of your favorite speeches or to one of your favorite speakers? And I'd love to know why you think that speech stood out to you. I'm really excited to see what some of you might be able to share with the rest of the Be A Better Guide community. Uh, Give this video a like and share it if you are inspired. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time. All right, final offer. I'll give you free out of Bluetooth for the price of one. And just because I like you, throw in one nice custom made Rolex. Hey everyone, to join the conversation in this episode's comments or to grab any of the PDF resources or links that we mentioned, visit beabetterguide.com forward slash podcast and you'll find the show notes and links to everything. If you'd like to hear more from us, subscribe to our podcast using your favorite app or leave us a quick review. Every little bit helps. To join our ever-growing Be A Better Guide community and get exclusive access to online workshops, our latest training, and tons of free resources, get signed up at beabetterguide.com. Thanks for listening.